saints this is Milan Milan we're getting into Revelation 21 20 and 22 um, now we're gonna be speaking about the new heaven and new earth we're also speak about the new Jerusalem um, the river and the tree of life and the final message I am so grateful that we've made it to this point um, the end of revelation now remember that there are seven blessings i remember saying this in another podcast many moons ago (laughs) um but i will um go over the seven blessings again as well in this and this time i'll go a little bit more into depth because i think when i mentioned it before it was just a mention something for you to look through and look over but um then it's the last two chapters of revelation i will go into it so before we get into it let's uh, go into prayer heavenly father i i thank you i thank you for your mercy and your grace You've allowed us to get to chapter 21 and 22, the last two chapters of the book of Revelation. Father, I am excited to speak to my brothers and sisters and anyone that is looking to know you as well about who you are. And this book reveals who you are. So gracious, so gracious. And we're so grateful, Father, for your love and for your mercy. I ask that you continue to use me as a vessel and that you speak directly to the people who have been led to this last two chapters. Amen. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and just read through it and then we'll go through the chapters. So verse uh, 20, well, chapter 21, verse 1 starts with the new heaven and earth. And it says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there were no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things have passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers, the whoremongers and the sorcerers and the idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials of full 
of the seven last plagues and talk with me saying come hither i will show thee the bride the lamb's wife and he carried me away into the spirit to a great and high mountain and shewed me that great city the holy jerusalem descending out of heaven from god having the glory of god and her light was like unto a stone most precious even like a jasper stone clear as crystal and had a wall great and high and had 12 gates and at the gates were 12 angels then and names written thereon which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel on the east three gates on the north three gates on the south three gates and on the west three gates and on the wall of the city had 12 foundations and in them the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb and he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates therein and the wall thereof and the city lie of four square and the length is as large as the breadth and it and he measured the city with the reed twelve thousand furlongs and the length of the breadth and the height of it are equal and he measured the wall thereof and hundred and forty and four cubits according to the measure of a man that is of the angel and the building of the wall of it was of jasper and the city was pure gold like unto clear glass and the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones the first foundation was jasper the second sapphire the third chalcedony the fourth an emerald the fifth sardonyx the sixth sardis the seventh crystallite the eighth beryl the ninth a topaz the tenth a chrysoparis the eleventh a jacinth the twelfth an amethyst and the twelve gates were the twelve were twelve pearls every several gate was one of the pearls and of the street of the city was pure gold as it were transparent glass and i saw no temple therein for the lord god almighty and the lamb of are the temple of it and the city had no need of the sun neither of the moon to shine in it the glory of god did lighten it and the lamb is the light thereof and the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day for there shall be no night there and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it and there shall be no wise enter into it anything that defileth neither whatsoever work of abomination or maketh a lie but they which are written in the lamb's book of life so revelation 21 1 is like matthew 24 35 it's a parable of the fig tree jesus was referring to the day in the future to a day in the future a new heaven and a new earth also in Isaiah 65, 17 through 19, 
um, also wrote about the new heaven and earth. Second Peter also speaks about Second um, Peter three ten through thirteen is um, Peter's second letter. Okay, about it, and then in Colossians one verses sixteen through seventeen how everything is then held together by Jesus. So at this point, everything is brand new, okay? There is no crime, there are no lies, there is no deceit, there is uh, no back-talking, people like are not trying to get over on one another. Um, everything is just perfect, it's loving, it's a very safe environment. We're with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 2 speaks about just how beautiful, right, that our new home is. And verse 3, it tells us that God is present. The tabernacle, um, same use of the word. Um, so John 1, 4, once our John 1, 14, God became flesh and dwelt among us. So Jesus' presence is with us, okay? And in verse 4, it speaks about no pain or sorrow. There's no crying. Um, So God's making everything good. And I don't know. We may not know who's missing. Because if we knew who was missing with us in heaven, then it would be some sorrow. So maybe we won't be aware of it somehow not sure but i would lead to think that we aren't if there is no sorrow no pain there's no crying right as it said in verse four so in verse five again all things are brand new um verse seven um it's kind of like so when you look at verse seven and verse 7 speaks of, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he should be my son. Okay. It was kind of talked about, like, when I was going through this study, like, maybe that the a, a question of how old would people be in heaven, and it was kind of like, possibly 30 30 being possible a universal age don't quote me because I, I not saying that this is it and the scripture this is not what the scripture says like concrete but to give you just some biblical um verses or biblical stories to like go with it on why it could be a universal age and I say could be with like a capital all letters capital could be because <laughs> i don't know um is that if you think saul he became king and that was at age 30 david became a king and he was also 30 and then jesus public ministry he was also 30 so it's possible and that's all i'm saying and i'm gonna leave it at that okay now we do know that believers of course will be present um, verses 8 and 27, unbelievers will be absent, okay? Um, and in verses, starting at verse, I believe it's verse 10, 
it starts to speak about the new Jerusalem. So 11 and verse 23, there is no sun or moon um, will be present, but the light will be bright with God's glory. Okay, so we won't need a sun, we won't need a moon. Amen. <laughs> How awesome is that? Verses 12, 17, and 21 speaks about the wall being high and wide with 12 gates of pearl. Verse 14 speaks about the foundations uh, will be deep with 12 layers. Now, verse 16 is the city on how large it would be, right? And it's about 1,500 um, miles, and it's each way, okay? And verse 18 and 21 is about the city will be beautiful with every precious stone. Now, it's, it's going to be colors in heaven that we haven't seen here on earth before. And that's one thing I'm super excited. So even though God has given us what these colors are, I still can imagine it being different from what I imagine in my head, <laughs> right? Um, verse 21 and 22 speaks about the city will have no temple because there is no sin and so atonement is not necessary. Make sense? No sin, no need for atonement. Amen. Right? Now we're just going to pause for a second and I'll pick back up at verse uh, 22. Milan, we're back. Now we're going to go over Revelation 22. Revelation 22 has 21 verses. All right, so let's get right into it. So Revelation 22 1 starts as, and he showed me a pure river of water of life clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb in the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations and there shall be no more curse but the throne of God and the Lamb and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there. And they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord, God of the holy prophets, sent his angels to shew unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things, and I heard them. And when I heard and seen 
I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel that showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou, do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. Now this is the final message. He said unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He is, I'm sorry, he that is unjust, let him un be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, and to give every man according to as his work shall be. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are the, they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs, and sorcerers, and whoremongers, and murderers, and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star and the spirit and the bride say come and let him the hero say come and let them that artists come a thirst come sorry and whosoever will let him take the water of life freely for I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add to these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testified these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. All right. So, in 22, the very last book of our Holy Bible, Water of Life is mentioned three times. It was in, sorry, Revelation 21.6, Revelation 22.11, and Revelation 22.17. The Tree of Life, in Revelation, it was mentioned in 2.7, 22 2 22 14 and 22 19 and he says i am coming quickly 
That's in Revelation 22.7, 22.12, and 22.20. Now, I want to mention this part that's pretty interesting as going through the study. Um, the tree of life is first mentioned in Genesis 3.24, right? The very first book of the Bible. But the tree of life isn't mentioned again until the very last book, Revelation 2.7. Okay. When it speaks of leaves of the tree, um, that it was healing for the nations, healing is uh, health-giving, okay? Not healing from like um, a sickness or like a disease, but health-giving, okay? Uh, no more curse, of course, so when the fruit was eaten, a curse was now upon woman in childbirth, upon men with intensive labor, and of course it caused friction between both man and woman, and ultimately death, which we all know um, all a part of sin. So reasonably we still die because it is part of the curse but that's a spiritual issue and Jesus broke the curse on the cross where he is offering eternal life so just think about that for a moment that's when people talk about why things happen in the way they're happening and then they try to blame God for these things and it's not it's sin sin is the is destruction sin is the is the root cause of things that you know people try to blame God for and it's not God everything about God is good and just it's not it's not our Jesus. Um, just looking at 2211, where it says, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And with he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. So there's nothing else that can be done at this point so there's no further action basically that that will be taken that can be taken okay and that's what that verse is meaning 22 12 is speaking of jesus that he is coming quickly um jesus is coming quickly and 22 15 where he is already cast um, out of heaven, where it says, For without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, people already cast out of heaven. Okay. 22 17, where he speaks of the, uh, the 
verse says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that athirst come. There is a thirst, come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. And in 16, where it says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. So he's saying he is the ancestor and the descendant of David, right? Um, he did proceed, um, proceeded before David. He's a descendant of David, born of Mary, a virgin, um, which will make him descendants from David. And the North Star, because he points direction for all things. And in 22:18, it says, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add to these things, God shall add to him unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man should take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God should take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. So 22, 18 and 19, it's, it's giving you, what's the word? It's, it's letting you know of great danger for tampering with the word of God. The Holy Bible is the final authoritative word of God. So to take from it or to add to it is a dangerous place to be. If you add to it, it is legalism, which you're basically imposing God's word at a higher standard. Okay. And to subtract from it would be liberalism, liberalism, which is basically cherry picking it's very selective about maybe about what makes sense to you or what you just um will fit your lifestyle or the people that you are around um where you don't take his whole word for the final authoritative word of god you just choose what fits you okay you can't do either don't make like God's word, try to be at a higher standard, okay, and make it uncomfortable for people to live because his word does not, you know, um, so don't start adding to it to now try to make it be something that it isn't, and the same is when you take from it, you know, don't start cherry picking verses and, and, um, trying to make it fit what you want it to be, Take his word entirely, okay? Don't add anything and don't remove anything from it. And clearly, if it's something in, in there, um, which it would be because you're human, right? Um, you go to the Father and you, you ask him to remove everything that is not of him from you anything that he despises that you like a personal trait you may carry and you ask him to remove it 
it is a process some things are easier to let go than others um, but if you truly love him you truly love our savior you do it it's just there's no in between you love our savior you do it and just know that at the very end of the very last book in the Holy Bible, which is the authoritative word of God, the entire Holy Bible is the authoritative word of God. The very last verse, Revelation 22, 21, it says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So in the very end, he has grace. The very end, till the very end, he has grace. Amen. Saints, we have a loving and merciful God that we serve. He is coming soon. He is coming soon. If you don't know Christ, now is the time to know him. My favorite (laughs) verses of salvation is Romans 10 verses 9 through 11 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for the scripture saith, who at whosoever believe on him shall not be ashamed. Shall not be ashamed. So know that he's coming soon. Know that we are commissioned to spread his word, spread the gospel, tell as many people as possible about our Lord Jesus. If you knew of a danger, Maybe you're at an amusement park and it's this roller coaster ride that, you know, had a malfunction. Or, I don't know, you're, um, you're out and about and you know what's around the corner. You might have been jogging and you see somebody going in that direction. Wouldn't you warn them? I mean, just warn them. Just tell them. It's the same thing. Jesus warn them of the destruction that's in their life if they don't have Christ and tell them give them a lifesaver give them a way out we don't save anyone but we do we cancel seeds Jesus he asked to increase but don't you want to tell people about how amazing he is and how wonderful he is and how perfect and just he is share the good news Jesus is coming soon that is the end for study of revelation guys Um, read on it go to the father 
ask him for an understanding or anything that is not understood and meet with me Saturday 10 a.m. we're gonna have our first ever <laughs> live podcast first ever and I for one am excited it's gonna be on Podbean and I will put the link in the description of this podcast but I think it's It's going to be really good. I want to talk about our Lord and Savior, of course. I mean, you'll be able to call in. You can chat with me. This again will be live, first time ever. So spread the word. Let's get excited. We're going home soon. And even after we've left, right, this earth, these shows like us shows maybe this on youtube or i don't know patreon or instagram or tiktok or people's personal facebook messages um it's gonna be shared people here still on the earth are gonna see these and we want to give them a way to know our Lord and Savior. Even if you've told them now, when we're gone, if they have not decided to make him first in their lives and fully trust him and accept him, and they're here during the uh, tribulation, maybe then they'll come to him. Maybe. I mean, sometimes it takes people to see things, to believe. And that's just the hard truth. I say it's hard because it's it's more like it's sad. It's sad. But it's just so much evidence that our Lord and Savior is risen, right? And when you truly invite him into your life, you know once you have that personal experience with him you know he is real you know he exists but it's been a pleasure going over the book of revelation this is the last one versus i'm sorry books 21 and 22 I don't know what we're talking about next Wednesday, but stay tuned, God willing. Either we'll meet again on the live podcast, which I hope many of you will, you know, join. (laughs) Or next Wednesday, or, I mean, God can... God can come sooner. He can come sooner than than Saturday. He can come today. You guys, he could come, you know, anytime because he's God, right? He can do whatever. And I, I for one, um, I'm excited. I I can't wait. I I pray all the time that I want to be right with God. I just don't want to be on the wrong side. I don't. I want to 
do the right thing and sometimes I uh, get a little nervous and I just go to the Father in prayer. He always meets me. He always, always meets me. That's what I love about him. So, before I start rambling more, I'm going to end this podcast. Stay tuned for Saturday, September the 4th, 10 a.m. First live episode. I'm excited. God bless you.